0: Typewriter Kombucha AF.
1: Hello and welcome to this super colorful original telecommunicated transmission, otherwise known as Scott Cast. I am joined here today with uh, none other than fan favorite Ian Dixon. Say hello. Fan favorite Ian Dixon. Forgot what we're saying our own names now. I'm Scott from ScottCast. Damn it, I fucked up again. <laughs> I can't do the normal podcast intro. I'm too stuck in the ScottCast realm.
0: Hello, fan favorite Ian Dixon.
1: Yes, you are. You you are
0: a fan That's favorite. Me. Okay. You told me to say
1: that. Oh, right. Yeah. So I said
0: exactly that.
1: All right. So let's try again. Yeah. I am Scott from ScottCast. I'm fan favorite Ian Dixon. Oh, wow! That really puts the show off to like a wrong start. <laughs> <laughs> Let's stumble immediately. <laughs> well, maybe that's a theme we'll uphold. <laughs> stumbling, <laughs> stumbling through this one. That could, that could be. I could see that. Uh, there's a fly in here also. So if uh, if I all of a sudden get extremely irritated and violent, mm-hmm. it's it's not you, Ian, and and uh, it's the audience. It's not you either. So. I'm not trying to judge you, audience, especially the ones we still have. <laughs> um, there's been, of course, saying this is, on the podcast isn't going to help anyone af- affected by this mm-hmm. problem. But a lot of our RSS feeds just aren't updating anymore. Mm. Like the Spotify one mm-hmm. and uh, Apple, ironically, is doing really well. Because Apple's the thing that fucked it all up in the beginning. <laughs> uh, their app store changed some policies and uh, and uh, kicked a lot of things off, kicked, put a lot of things on, and um, made it difficult to access the dashboard to refresh the feed and stuff. Mm-hmm. So because a lot of people use the Apple ecosystem, uh, a lot of podcatchers, like uh, Pocket Casts, for instance, and uh, I think Overbox or something or whatever they call it, Overdraft, fuck I don't know. (laughs) That would be a terrible name for an app. (laughs) Hey, I got overdraft. (laughs) And I feel sad. Um, But, uh, yeah, they fucked up, fucked everything else up, and now there's these supply issues, just Mm -hmm. like the Suez Canal, man. Even even ScottCast isn't immune to (laughs) supply-level problems, you know. But we keep trucking on, and we keep producing, because... It doesn't matter if there's a backlog building up and all these Scott Castigators' libraries, virtual or otherwise. Yeah, we're here to pod, and we're going to pod well. And by God, I mean we're entering a new era of our podcasting. We've got we're, we've got regular correspondence with with a mega celebrity. Like, I'm pretty sure, like if you ask anybody, even deep in the jungle, you know, name three famous people, they're going to be like. Jesus, Fred Flintstone, and Eminem. Those are exactly the three, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The three most recognizable faces. (laughs) Uh, Just last episode, Eminem sent in a diss track, and uh, he kind of went hard on David. Mm -hmm. And David said, I'm going to challenge him back. I'm going to challenge him. I'm going to make him look like Clarence. (laughs) what he said. I'm going to challenge him to a rap battle yeah. and I'm going to destroy him. And uh, he's not here today. He's still he's still in the one life to lift gymnasium, perfecting his rhymes and getting his, you know, learning how to rap really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I decided to check in. I, I called up Eminem mm-hmm. and uh, I, I made a little interview, did a little interview to see how he was feeling about our response to his diss track. Mm-hmm. Because this is what these beefs are about, you know. You One person uh lays the beef. Another asks about the beef. And then the beef becomes discussed. And then the beef becomes its own topic. Mm-hmm. And then each participant rides the beef all the way to beef heaven. Where everyone is admiring our beef. <laughs> and then you squash the beef. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're in heaven. Mm-hmm. So anyways... Here is my talk with Eminem. Hey, shut up. Hello. Hi, hi. Is this is this Eminem? Uh, this is Scott from Scottcast. Yeah, yeah. What did you want? Oh, I just wanted some thoughts on the last episode where you released your rap battle. Uh, David said he was gonna fight you with rap. Are you afraid? Look, Scott, my man. I watched some of David's "One Life to Live" videos. I thought it was a show about the soap opera. I admit, I picked up some tics about working out and shit But if that's who wants to step up to the microphone Better prepare this little taint He better wipe this asshole He better wipe it real clean Because I'm about to fuck it I'm about to fuck David's asshole So, so your official stance is You're going to fuck David in the asshole after this rap Yes, Scott My official stance is I'm going to fuck David's asshole Thank you, Eminem No problem, Scott I'm going to hang up now. I killed the fly. (laughs) But also, yeah, I mean, it looks like uh, Eminem is paying attention Mm -hmm. to our rap beef. Yeah. He is continuing the beef. The beef is is on. We're beefing.
0: Connection sounded a little rough. He's got like T-Mobile or some shit.
1: (laughs) Right? I think he was (laughs) driving somewhere. I don't know. He He was carting people around or something. Yeah, he's going to fuck David in the asshole after he raps. And mm-hmm. there wasn't any, like, metaphor to what he was saying. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I, he was being very direct and, like, literal Yeah, about the whole situation. Like, his main thing was, I, I hope David is clean at the time <laughs> of the rap battle, because I'm going to be there in an intimate capacity. Mm-hmm. Fucking his asshole. Clean the tank. Wipe the asshole real clean. I guess that's his
0: his strategy in dealing with David. That uh, he's not going to be using any uh, of turns or phrases or no uh, no similes, no no symbolism. It's all straightforward because that's like David's weakness, right?
1: You know that would show Eminem's lyrical proficiency better than anything yeah so much of what people like about Eminem is his punnery and mm-hmm. his wordplay and, and all that stuff and if he still manages to bury David by giving up all these weapons and just purely going for I don't know the ability to, to rap <laughs> <laughs> you know I think da- I think David should clean his asshole mm-hmm. I think he should really take care get himself some manscaped
0: mm-hmm Wax that taint.
1: Wax the taint. Uh, get some wipes. Throw it in the trash. You know, maybe an anal bleaching kit. <laughs> <laughs> and he should uh, he should be prepared because, I mean, if I was having celebrity over, mm-hmm. I would clean the house. Right? <laughs> you know? I'd tidy up. Right. <laughs> I might even mop. <laughs> this is your version of mopping, David. When we set out your rap battle and you hear the response from Eminem, be prepared for for anal intercourse. So yeah, that's crazy. That's that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty excited. It's gonna it's going to be it's gonna be a good time. We're gonna be in all the clubs and stuff like that. And um, a lot of podcasts these days have uh have kind of this shtick going. And mm-hmm. I must have seen like several shows do the same thing. They are attempting world records on the pod. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of world records uh, that are actually really good for podcasting. You know, it's things like talking, things like uh, uh, talking quickly or or counting quickly. Like, uh, what was the podcast called? The one with Sal Volcano. Hey, babe. That one, they attempted to do counting one through 100 faster than the fastest recorded attempt. Mm. And I think they did it which was really surprising because they mm-hmm. blew it out of the water too. Mm-hmm. And then after that, other podcasts decided to try to blow that record out of the water, and they did. And so there's this big bloom of podcasts, all all getting all these sweet hits
2: mm-hmm.
1: out of counting to 100 and beating a record. So I'm like, what is a better record? Right. We could drink a lot. That was my first thought. So. <laughs> <laughs> The drunkest podcast <laughs> completed. I wonder what what are the criteria for drunkest podcast? Like what? Like what's a fail condition? I feel like
0: the first Scott cast saves Christmas probably is.
1: <laughs> if we had applied for a world record, we would have got it no problem, and we published it. <laughs> I, think, I think, yeah. Uh, if we if that was an attempt, there there were aspects of it that disqualified us, <laughs> like uh, not being able to edit it at all. Because, because it was unfollowable, <laughs> <laughs> and oh my god, that day—I mean, it was the first. It was the one and only time we had uh sweetie and cozy mm-hmm. on. Yeah, he got really, really hammered. <laughs> <laughs> he got—he's the most hammered I think any guest I ever had. Honestly. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> was maybe we should stay away from liver damage for this world record maybe. attempt. Yeah i would be interested in like getting a breathalyzer Mm -hmm. and like cruising at Mm 0.08 the entire podcast yeah like every five or so minutes we'll do a quick little discreet blow into the breathalyzer right we'll we'll read it if it's within a range 0.08 to 0.1 that's pod time Mm -hmm. and if it goes above or below we stop coffee or beer blow get back in that range, get back on the mic. Okay. And we sustain that, that recording atmosphere for, I would say probably we should reserve like Saturday and Sunday for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We can make a... That would su- be a fun experiment. Yeah. See, see how long and how consistent <laughs> <laughs> you can, you can stay wasted and record it. So it would be the world's longest um, reasonably drunk podcast. Mm-hmm. That's a good, easy record for us. <laughs> we have all the prerequisites, and I don't think anybody is uh, competing in that um, right. realm. Yeah. But uh, I did look up some other records, and I figured before we embark on something like that, mm-hmm. uh, we can just attempt something, and, you know, maybe we'll, f- we'll just fucking hit it.
0: Grab some low-hanging fruit and... Yeah. Get a couple of records under our belt, yeah.
1: Yeah. So how do you think... <laughs> this is this might be a comical one for us to do, mm-hmm. but uh, how fast do you think the world's fastest speaking man speaks in words per minute? Average speaking pace, I want to say, is like 120. I feel like that's my limit. <laughs> <laughs> I looked it up. Yeah, it's a man named Steve Woodmore. Mm-hmm. Steve Woodmore, and uh, he got the Guinness Book of World Records record. Speaking 637 words per minute. Wow. That's pretty fast. Like, I, I try to think of that. Like, if you divide that. They'd have to be
0: all, like, pretty short, concise words.
1: Yeah, every second is 10 words. Yeah. More. That's crazy. Can we do it? I don't know. But I do know how we would try. Mm-hmm. I've got little uh, pieces of music that are exactly 60 seconds long. Mm-hmm. Put it on. And I used an AI machine to write a story about David and Eminem in a fight. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And uh, I also found a, a hipster language machine. This one is not um, actual sentences, but just hipster, hipster slang. Mm -hmm. Like here's a few words, cardigan, flannel, awful, ramps, Schlitz, cliche, (laughs) kitar, cold pressed, Edison, Taxidermy butcher Kickstarter VHS mm-hmm. listicle.
0: See, yeah, I see, I feel like we need to stay away from like the three syllable words. That's like we need to think about uh, word economy, and if we want it fast, we gotta have short, short and sweet, concise.
1: Yeah, I, this doing the hipster slang. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would be it would be a pure. Just onslaught of mouth movement. Yeah. And a lot of these things, I wouldn't even know what it is generally. Like, what's lo-fi gucci jang taiyaki? I couldn't tell you. Yeah, because it's hipster shit. You <laughs> wouldn't know, would you? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I figured one of us can try mm-hmm. both of them. You know what I mean?
0: Each of us will take one of them.
1: Each of us will attempt to do a record attempt. Yeah. At the very least, Scott Castigators. Mm-hmm. We are giving you M&M in this episode. We're giving you two world record attempts in this episode, and we haven't even gotten to content. Damn! This is just fifteen minutes in. I mean,
0: I really wish your feed would let you listen to this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I really wish that too. That would be nice. <laughs> so, what do you, what would you like?
0: I'll I'll try the hipster slang.
1: You're gonna try the hipster slang?
0: I, I don't think I can do it, but I'll try it. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> well, here you go. You, mm-hmm. can, you can. Where does it start? It's the whole thing. Oh, fuck. the whole thing is literally 638 words. Gotcha. So if we complete um, both, both of these are that same exact length. So if we complete it, we get the record.
0: Mm-hmm. So those three different words you said before: lofi, gochujang, and taiyaki. Yeah, I know what lofi and gochujang are. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: Sorry. <laughs> so you're two-thirds hipster, man. I
0: guess. I had some uh, gochujang-inclusive food today.
1: What does that even mean?
0: Gochujang is like a Korean chili paste. Okay. Brian and I went out about on the town. Um, she was on a lookout for Halloween stuff. Some people are starting to put stuff out. Some people are not. Um,
1: <laughs> Wait a minute. It's It's... It's...
0: August yeah all right <laughs> but it's uh
1: we it's, are recording on August 21st guys <laughs> it's
0: pandemic times so time time is doesn't really matter
1: I'm kind of surprised that like those Halloween stores that pop up mm-hmm. like not some of them in some more industrial areas would it just stay open yeah you're not the only gothy goths who mm-hmm. keep it gothy all goth year right yeah
0: there's like it gets crazy. There's like exclusive stuff, and everybody's like lined up waiting for the store to open. And store doesn't have it, and you got to go to the other store.
1: Wow, what kind of exclusive stuff denotes a line for the for the Halloween? Um,
0: I know last year there was like some like Halloween, like John Carpenter Halloween, Michael Myers, uh, some
1: official merch, yeah, kind of thing. It only come and comes it was out. like
0: kind of. It wasn't like advertised as limited, but it was. So
1: like <laughs> it was limited because of the market. <laughs> yeah, of f- course it is. They're some weird freaks these just <laughs>
0: go and buy it all out, and then like try and sell it, like scalp it on eBay. You got to do your rounds. Yeah, Try to grab it up.
1: Did you? Were you successful last last year? What'd you say?
0: Last year, With uh, the exclusives, not,
1: not really. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So that's why you guys are fucking. It's August twenty first, honey. What yeah. are we doing sitting down? <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, we wound up in uh, Madison Heights, Troy area, where there's a lot of like um, Asian immigrant communities, and there's a Korean grocery store out there.
1: Yeah, so. that's. I think that's where I used to go to the the movie theater all the time. Mm-hmm. That that uh that big that big area. Yeah, yeah. but oh yeah, but that but you got so, that gochujang. inspired food, gucci Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I'm not doing that list, (laughs) (laughs) honestly. (laughs) All right, so I'm going to give you a choice of uh, 60-second ambiances. Mm -hmm. You can either do horror. That seems fitting. Or you can do quirky. (laughs)
2: Mm.
1: You should do horror. I'm going to do horror. You're a horror guy. Yeah. We were just talking about horror. Yeah. In Halloween. All right, so you're ready. You need to do some mouth exercises. (sighs) (laughs)
0: gonna get <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay on your marks when you hear the music get ready get set
0: go i'm baby crucifix hell of young being wayfarers four dollar toast Kefia Plus one flexitarian helvetica shabby chic typewriter kombucha af finger stash before they sold out magus listicle Williamsburg swag guitar sriracha Marfa. Uh, tacos art party bicycle rights letterpress cred distillery kinfolk hella cornell <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: lift man braid Tumblr. thundercats street art you probably haven't heard of them small batch intelligentsia magus occupy tofu taxidermy celiac vexologist, synth ban me Freegan, roof, party, biodiesel, flexitarian, viral, activated charcoal. Fuck. Whatever leggings, waistcoat, photo booth, cardigan, goddard, unicorn, viral, intelligentsia, salvage, next levels, letterpress, biodiesel, tilde cold-pressed, everyday carry, awful, Brooklyn, hashtag meh, small batch, hot raw, chick... Chicken raw, deminum, paleo, xoxo. Oh, uh, not worked, even close. Where are
1: you? It's a point to like, the paper. Uh, way at the top. Oh my God, that's like 14%. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. <laughs> well, it's I, like I said, it's
0: like the multi syllable, and some of them I was trying to pronounce correctly. Vexillologist?
1: What's that? I don't know. I'm vexed. I fucking don't know. It's the study of being vexed.
0: I also, I got like thrown off because words repeated
1: oh and you were like that's cheap (laughs) (laughs) Uh, come on you can't think of 600 some odd (laughs) hipster things and not repeat yourself computer for God's sake I mean that was the less smart of the AI generating scripts we've created the next one we're doing I think it it's it's, it puts out some good stuff I think it doesn't make sense so Mm -hmm. it's gonna have that surreal yeah human quality to it and also I'm going to be speeding the fuck through it <laughs> it might have helped if it made sense too just cause just for processing yeah. and like things like normal words <laughs> right <laughs> yeah you had a lot going against you for yeah. this record attempt but yeah. at the same time I, I really do like the idea of having just a straight up minute of you saying hipster shit <laughs> <laughs> It's going to end up on the soundboard. Oh, yeah, definitely. There's like five soundboards at least in that. (laughs) Activated charcoal. (laughs) Okay, so what I had to do to make this, I put into an AI machine, uh, tell me a story about Eminem and David in a fight, Mm -hmm. and I just clicked generate, 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 generate until Mm -hmm. I had enough words. So... Keep that in mind. That's how this was created. I haven't really read it through. I Mm kind of like looked it over, and also it is exactly six hundred thirty-eight words. So if I finish this within the song I'm playing, Mm -hmm. the quirky one, yeah, I'm a man with a world record. Yeah, that's some good shit. How could you not write Scott cast five stars (laughs) if you heard a record attempt and success first try? on air. Now that is some fucking kickflip shit right there. Put that on your hips just like <laughs> <laughs> All right, without further ado, let's get into this story about David and Eminem in a fight, which is also what's actually happening. Yeah. Interesting how AI works.
0: I hope it ends with them fucking.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay, here we go. Do the Wim Hof breathing first. <sighs> Ooh, I'm feeling dizzy. All right, let's do this. One, two, three, four. It all starts when a new album of Eminem's is coming out. At the time, the two characters are only acquaintances who have met once at a party. They talk on the phone and only know each other vaguely through mutual friends. They decide to attend an upcoming concert together as friends, and David agrees to buy Eminem's new album for him on iTunes. A few weeks before the concert, Eminem becomes more distant and eventually doesn't answer David's phone calls. When they meet up at the concert, it's obvious that Eminem has been drinking heavily and he doesn't remember their prior arrangement. He informs David that he got his own copy of the album from someone else, but they end up getting into an argument about who has given it to them first and whether or not. they were supposed to pay for it in advance after listening to it. David's friends, Chad and Drake, were in town for a music video for the collaboration on a song called Fake, Drake was filming it in the outskirts of town, and David happened to stumble upon it when he was touring around as well. Just as David went around the corner, he saw two men attacking each other. One was dressed in an all-white suit and had blonde hair, which would be Eminem. The other had long black hair and wore a grunge suit that made him look like himself from his grunge days of Nirvana days. The two were fighting each other and looked like the other guy was winning. David and Eminem were at a bar and having an intense conversation about the music. David said, Eminem, Eminem, you never be the same now. Eminem looked up and said, who are you? David said, David, and Eminem... Oh, fuck, I only got like halfway through. <laughs> tough yeah but i do like this story
0: (laughs) (laughs) humble brag fanny pack vinyl (laughs) (laughs)
1: that's your script for the rest of the episode (laughs) uh so maybe we'll continue that later yeah i'll get my uh i'll get my chops up Mm -hmm. and uh maybe next time i do it second attempt Second try, best try. Yeah.
0: You certainly did better than I did.
1: You know, I had a lot of easier words, and they came in sentences. Mm-hmm. and I didn't have to think about vexology. Sentences are helpful. They are. Turns out. Turns out. I wonder what that guy, David Woodmore's, uh, Robert Woodmore's, I don't know his name. Mm-hmm. Steve Woodmore. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he has any special techniques. I'll have to, mm-hmm. I'll have to ask him. I'll give him a call. It's probably like a, an auctioneer. Probably. Probably did it on accident. Yeah. He was just trying to get some shit sold. <laughs> <laughs> he had a piss. <laughs> so that's our world record attempt, guys. Me being halfway to a world record, I mean, that's an accomplishment by itself. I bet it was the fastest anybody's ever spoke on a podcast. Yeah. Probably. Maybe. Well, we can pull up some David clips. <laughs> <laughs> When he realizes he's been talking for three minutes, <laughs> and for some reason he still has to wrap up every single point he had planned, <laughs> I think that's how his brain works. It's like mm-hmm. uh, like things get added to the queue, yeah, and he has to work his way through the queue. He doesn't have an inner, inner monologue, mm-hmm. so he doesn't have that ability like we do to to, to self censor and self edit while we're speaking. Like remember when we talked about eels with weird penises?
0: No one knew where eels came from, yeah.
1: They're mysterious beings. Mm -hmm. So, Elon Musk is making a humanoid android robot that he says will be working in factories and stuff within a couple years. But he also says that a human being would win in a fight with one of these things. Okay, As a friend of the working man, creative destruction and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. These things taking jobs and stuff. Yeah. Do you think, uh, do you think there's going to be like some kneecapping of fucking androids? Like, (laughs) like naturally, like right off the start, like people are going to just start like fighting these things and like being like, yeah,
0: this sounds like the plot of Detroit become human. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs>
1: is that what happened yeah. were they weak in Detroit become human they were like oh androids are taking our jabs
0: and then they yeah they, they're they like programmed not to fight back so people just fucking captain them and busting them up and eventually they're like hey uh, they get beat up and they glitch and now they do fight back fuck you
1: so that's probably what's gonna happen yeah we're gonna have all these robots around it
0: seems like it's just not a good idea yeah
1: now that particular game has like a million different endings. Yeah. Do any any of them end where the robots don't <laughs> cause massive chaos?
0: Um, no. Okay. There's,
1: I mean, there's endings where the
0: robots lose, like the people maintain order, but not before uh, massive chaos ensues. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, I guess the the big question is like, why do we need this? It's like, I understand, uh, wanting to simplify work. Like we have machines that help us accomplish tasks. Mm-hmm. Right. But it seems like the, the wealthy class are like just really averse to work. <laughs> yeah. And like, uh, what's the problem with just letting people do stuff? Like you're already exploiting people. I guess it's, it's a, a step ahead to not exploit people and instead of exploit machines. Um, But then those people are left with nothing. Yeah. You could just pay them a living wage and let them do the work and things would be okay.
1: Or you could invent a robot (laughs) (laughs) that looks like a human that you could beat up too. (laughs) Which one sounds more fun? You've got one life to live, man.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But I think there's also like something to be said for like doing an honest day's work. Maybe that's, like, a weird puritanical thing that has been instilled in me. But uh, I feel like that's the case with, like, even food. Like, we've become so distanced from the supply chain that most people don't know how to, like, grow vegetables or, like, don't understand where meat comes from. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And there's something... (laughs) Animals, (laughs) right? Right, yeah. So there's something, like... uh, I don't know like I don't want to say spiritual but like uh, there's a connectedness that gets lost in there I think
1: yeah it's like for me I feel like shit if I don't work after Mm -hmm. like during a whole day yeah and trust me that happens a lot (laughs) (laughs) so I know I feel like shit when I do that but like you know they're just doing this probably for like factories and stuff like that and like hot environments it's not jobs that people really want
0: but at the same time like People have to to survive, and uh, if you're limiting their prospects, and, I, and essentially in the in in that act, like also hoarding wealth,
1: yeah, because like
0: you're distancing. It's, it's got
1: to be cheaper to have a robot yeah. down the line, at least. Yeah, that does things. But not everybody can have a robot.
0: I can't start a business with robot labor.
1: You know, I don't but, have well, the capital to start that not right now. Yeah. But maybe robot labor is going to get so cheap in the future that just like Detroit become human, like mm-hmm. even like fucking white trash assholes have robots. <laughs> 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 you know, you could be listening to Kid Rock and like abusing your <laughs> robot wife at the same time. <laughs> 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 you know, with, with if the robots are abundant like that, mm. uh, like a uh, I mean, it is kind of crazy that cars became so abundant, right? I mean, that's got to be the same feeling, like, oh, um, I'm I'm used to horses and shit, and I'm fucking riding (laughs) my Uh,
2: horse.
0: And that's like, it's it's hard to say absolutely no, because yeah, there's been advancements in the past where it's like, oh, this is going to disrupt our way of life. But like, also, we're like, change is a part of life, and maybe this gives us more time to do things that are meaningful. But I we're just not good at that. Like the internet is that a good example. Like it's made a lot of things a lot easier, but it's also, again, created a lot of distance between us. Like
1: if you, if well, you, why do I have to go to school? I can Google it. Exactly. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's so true though. It's like, uh, we've reached this pinnacle of wealth and technology and humanity, right? You know, society wise. Mm-hmm. And like, what do we do with it? Futurists of 50, 60, 70 years ago, Uh, thought oh okay we're just gonna keep going up and there's gonna be so many things that connect people together it's like uh, every invention will be about getting into the same room (laughs) like a fucking tubes that suck you across the city right (laughs) oh robots that suck you across the city (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah I got a new robot for you (laughs) oh yeah
0: i feel like uh in considering like how things have advanced i know that like nasa is responsible for a lot of like the major advancements in like computer technology yeah Um, but also like the porn industry has been like a major driver of technological advancement
1: that's very true porn is like
0: elon musk has his ai robots and yeah yeah blah 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 Someone's going to make one of those robots fuck. They're going to be the forefront of
1: robot technology. I'm going to, I never thought of it this way, but you're exactly right. It has actually already happened. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) so, uh, Musk, he's, uh, his big thing is like, uh, he wants to put AI in brains so that Mm -hmm. we can interface with AI that way. And he's like, Oh, because you know, the hands, they're just too low bandwidth. But, uh, but porn, they're doing it differently. They're going for one digit instead of ten. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's more very focused on that one digit, yeah. you know. And uh, so there's a lot of I don't know if it would be considered AI, but virtual reality porn machines. You can look it up. It's I think we've talked about this before, but it's, yeah, it's just like at the moment, it's just like a flashlight with a with an arm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, and you strap some Google's uh, some Google goggles on, yeah, and uh, you, you're watching like uh, I I'd guess it would be something like uh, out of Grand Theft Auto or something <laughs> having sex with you. <laughs> <laughs> so they're already doing it. Mm-hmm. That stuff happens. So just as soon as we get AI into the into the fucking mix. Mm-hmm.
0: Speaking of things that can go wrong,
1: that interface is really
0: troubling to me.
1: Um, Which one? The dick into the hole? <laughs> like... Uh, <laughs> we could talk about that off mic. If you, <laughs> brain, brain interface, brain to computer. Oh, okay, yeah. Um,
0: I, I guess I could see that as like a safety mechanism to prevent the overthrow of humanity. But uh, also, we've seen Lawnmower Man.
1: Very true. Very <laughs> true. Like, if you... Give something self-learning and self-improving capabilities. It's boundless. It's limitless. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm a man who needs boundaries. So don't put a limitless machine in my brain, or I'm going to go into some fucking very take off my overalls and (laughs) all bets are off. That's right. (laughs) It's like compared to the first people who are going to be hooked up to this AI shit, we're all wearing overalls. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> compared to these fucking um robots that mm. we're gonna beat the shit out of, <laughs> 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 we are we are all one more man <laughs> on the inside so yeah
0: another part of my adventure today in the world was that i uh stopped into uh a disc replay that, a- i
1: can't believe disc replay still exists yeah is it well that's purely resale right
0: yeah it's mostly video games, um, but they got some some Blu-rays and DVDs still, and uh, happened upon a DVD copy, pristine, of Lawnmower Man 2. I didn't even think they made a sequel of that. <laughs> they shouldn't have, but they did.
1: <laughs> I don't even know where they would go. Oh, wait. Yeah, I do. They, I mean, yeah, the I ending
0: was like pretty set up for a sequel. That's true. That's true. I think they really dropped the ball and, like, fuck it bad, but... I haven't seen it, so could that'll do. be uh, maybe a, a future Scott cast uh endeavors we can do a commentary or something.
1: Is uh, Pierce Brosnan in it? No. Obviously. <laughs> Surprised he was in the first one. <laughs> they didn't even get the same Job. What? Yeah. Wow. What kind of decision-making is that? It's like, look, we can bank on the story, but the actor? <laughs> Do they reshoot the flashback scenes where he's in his overalls but it's the new I Joe think they, actor
0: in, in overalls? The
1: clip uh stuff from the first movie but then <laughs> it's just a yeah, completely different actor. Wow. It's like, look, we don't have a lot to say to people who actually produce movies because we're producing a movie perpetually. <laughs> <laughs> And we haven't produced a movie yet, so there's that certain tier we haven't gotten to. But I, mean, I feel like, conceptually, we're all already miles ahead of
0: Lawnmower Man 2.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what's going on. It's like, if I could lower the bar as far as Lawnmower Man 2 did, <laughs> like, we'd have several movies out by now. <laughs> this would be a movie. We <laughs> were just filming. But I'm excited. That'll be that'll be a good thing. Maybe we should start up Patreon again. You know, especially mm-hmm. when we get a get Eminem dropping our name and all these albums and, and tweets and yeah. stuff. Start up a Patreon, collect some revenue, and Lawnmower Man Two. The listen through. <laughs> we will watch it. We will pause it. We will discuss it. We'll provide context. Mm-hmm. We'll watch it so you don't have to. That's right. Lawnmower Man Two. Only on this ScottCast Patreon. <laughs> ScottCast Patreon technically doesn't exist right now. That's pretty exciting.
0: Just one of the many dystopian possibilities our future holds.
1: Right? I think what Lawn Mower Man 2... I mean, I haven't seen it yet. But I think what they missed is is like the leagues of like beat up robots. <laughs> <laughs> the idea that robots are going to be easily... <laughs> fucking like kicked around Mm -hmm. i don't know i'm pretty excited about this first phase of the ai robot revolution yeah because like how great is it going to be you see a robot walking down the street you can tell it's not like owned by anybody yet or something like that and and you just push it in front of a car (laughs) (laughs) i mean how does how does ownership work for for robots that have uh that have achieved intelligence and consciousness. Mm. Is it a consciousness AI? Not really. Not really. So, no moral I feel quantity. like I saw a quote
0: from Elon about, I think he described his cars as semi-sentient.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what about the semis?
0: <laughs> I don't know what that means, but uh, he's like, oh, well, this is an obvious next step because my cars are already semi-sentient.
1: I think but, he's bragging about the, the self-driving capabilities. Yeah. I guess we need
0: to define sentience and, like...
1: I wouldn't define sentience with anything a 16-year-old can do. Yeah. That's the, that's the first thing.
0: <laughs> Children, not sentient.
1: Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I have a firm belief sentience starts at, like, 27. <laughs> I believe a parent has the right to abort their child up to 27. <laughs> I feel like those last few years are the most important time to abort a child, because <laughs> that's when you know what you made. <laughs> no more disappointed parents. Mm-hmm. Just undo. Don't be Don't be thinking to yourself like, "Oh, I I raised this kid wrong." <laughs> Just think to yourself, "Oh, can't win them all." In my perfect world, there's a bunch of robots and under twenty seven year olds <laughs> that are just open season. <laughs> we're not talking dystopia anymore. We're talking utopia. <laughs> Imagine a world so filled with grace. I would be like, like if that if we were making a dystopian movie, mm-hmm. I think my best role would be the guy who's in the society and just loving. The way it's set up, yeah. And the way things are, and like as the crisis of the plot emerges, and like I'm strung along. Like my big thing is like I have to let go of this dream-like state I mm-hmm. was in, you know, succumbing to this, you know, hedonistic lifestyle of mm-hmm. fucking fucking up robots and twenty-seven-year-olds, and, and uh, just admit, hey, robots have sentience too. Mm-hmm. Some twenty-seven-year-olds. <laughs> solve them <laughs> <laughs> yeah robots definitely do because they're all the same software <laughs> that's an easy binary they're made of binary we're crying out loud <laughs> with this discussion i kind of kind of wonder your opinion because like you're you're very pro you're very pro sentience you're i mean you you've got a. so here's the dilemma i want to posit it to you yeah you go to work you go to the break room and i don't know you fix up coffee in the break room or you you your I coffee. Bring,
0: bring my coffee from home.
1: Bring some coffee from home because you'd like a good pour over. Yeah. You don't know, want to go through that folder's fucking moldy bullshit. That's right. You ever try to clean one of the inside of those automatic drip machines? Schlitz single origin coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love that hipster generator. <laughs> I would take some Schlitz fucking single origin coffee. That sounds that sounds sustainable and delight delightful. Yeah. I think I think a good like test for how hipster are you is like how many of these things on this page these six hundred thirty eight words mm-hmm. do you either already like or are interested in liking? Some of them. Like I'm I like activated charcoal. Yeah, I'm a big fan. I use activated charcoal toothbrushes. They have black bristles, and the idea is they suck the toxins right out of the marrow of your bones.
0: I might be in, into. Uh microdosing farm to tables food truck
1: yeah <laughs> i would like it to be completely sustainable but also a truck <laughs> also very small amounts of food please <laughs> yes i want you to drive a truck from a farm to my table <laughs> and i want you to give me a pills worth of food Or shrooms, I guess. That's that's like a fucking shroom farm. I mean, that's. I could see that in our lifetime. A shroom truck. Yeah. It's like an ice cream truck for like old hipsters. (laughs) (laughs) You you hear like this trippy ass music. (laughs) And you. All these old people like fucking running out. They got saggy tattoos and shit. Oh, yes. Your dilemma. So you're in the break room. And you've already got your coffee and you're just kind of. You gotta go to the break room just to laugh at the people who get the drip coffee mm-hmm. from the from the break room machine. Mm-hmm. And then in walks none other than Goodwill Hunting era Robin Williams, mm-hmm. full fur faced sweater vests. Mm-hmm. He's like, "How you doing, old sport?" I don't know, did he say old sport? That's scary. You know, I,
0: I don't think he said sport, but whatever. Yeah,
1: straight out of Southie. Mm -hmm. (laughs) right (laughs) you got you got robin williams and you're like what the what the fuck and like you you ask him his name and he's like i'm not robin williams i'm z2c49 (laughs) and you're like oh shit the robots have come from my profession now Mm -hmm. and not only are they robots it's like the greatest therapist ever to be depicted Mm mm-hmm The guy who choked Matt Damon. (laughs) (laughs) It turns out he needed it. (laughs) 56 still using the F slur. Yeah. You know, unless you're talking about throwing some wood on a fire, you back off, mister. (laughs) (laughs) So how do you feel, man? Like, clearly they're they're working side by side, Mm -hmm. but there's got to be a competitive pressure to be in like, There's a fucking perfected Six Sigma ass Robin Williams therapist, like, in the room next to me. Mm -hmm. Like, kids are leaving there, and, like, they're becoming, like, scholar-athletes. Yeah. Like, every hour on the hour, you just hear from the thin walls next to you, It's not your fault. It's not your fault. (laughs) And there's crying and breakthroughs. And yeah. It's like, like a fucking machine. Because you know what? He is. Jesus. Yeah. And guess what? His hours are. All of them. Mm-hmm. He's, he's all, people are like, you come in, he's been working for f- five weeks straight. Mm-hmm. You leave, he's going to be working while you sleep. There's going to be kids going to him at 2 a.m. And they'll take that slot. Because it's fucking Robin Williams. <laughs> <laughs> he's effective. Yeah. Do you think you'll be able to compete with that? Like, you think you can offer a personal connection that Robin Williams can't? As a robot,
0: I think yes. I can offer a more real connection than a robot could.
1: Okay. If
0: it could demonstrate that sort of effectiveness, I wouldn't be opposed to it. I think you would need a team to monitor that, and I could be a part of that team.
1: There we go. You're you're thinking strategically now. Yeah, I have skills that could be applied still to you got to make sure this doesn't go south so, so you're on this team and you're judging these robots and mm-hmm. you're fucking doing good like you know exactly <laughs> you know exactly what to do and like you're like you're spotting de- defects in certain mm-hmm. robots over other ones you're, mm-hmm. you're tra- tweaking them and all of a sudden these fucking sessions are like 10 minute sessions right and like <laughs> 10 minutes straight to breakthrough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it would work that way, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're a big fucking
0: kid. Just comes in and he fucking chokes, slams him against the door. <laughs> he goes,
1: it's not your fault. It's not your fault. <laughs> he leaves and he's fixed. <laughs> he does well after. He's turning, turning the kids in the city into fucking just, just stellar people. <laughs> Just leaders of the world, you know, um, <laughs> and you're I every mean, you're fucking high on the hog because you, you're the reason you fuck these things are so good now. And you go into the office, you go into the break room, and you got your coffee, and you look up, and in walks you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was a robot the whole time. No oh oh well (laughs) yeah you were the robot (laughs) and like the you who walks in is like the human that was ripped off (laughs) he's coming to kill you (laughs) how would you how would you as a robot defend against you as a human
0: (laughs) well apparently I'd be really easy to beat up but I already am so maybe I am a robot I don't know
1: I mean that could be this is
0: a whole new dilemma I'm questioning my humanity as we speak right I'm so easy to beat up, I must be a robot.
1: I've never I've never tried you. You've never <laughs> scrapped. <laughs> so, I don't know. I like like is that a red herring? I, are you less fight-worthy than a robot? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about that. Like I think if Elon Musk is saying anybody can take these robots, I mean, I think think he's including people well below your swath. Yeah. Swath. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But that's that's another question. Like, if they're so easy to beat up, how are they going to be so good at manual labor? They've got to have right. some kind of strength to them.
1: At least a little bit. Like, yeah. like why are you making weakling-ass fucking robots, Elon? You know, and if we're going to have a sex robot, I want someone who could pick me up. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard said a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's, someone's taking notes in the, in the background. So, yeah, okay. So you think it would be an even match between you and the un- <laughs> lack of fighting robot?
0: Yeah, uh, physically, yeah.
1: Realistically, my
0: particular profession is not one that could be outsourced to robots.
1: I mean, I don't know. That I've envisioned that future of the choke slam, it's not your fault. What's your name, son? Choke no. slam, it's not your fault.
0: I think uh I mean, there's something to be said for like this episode titled Choke Slam, It's Not Your Fault. Good. I mean, yeah, there we do like apply the scientific method in terms of like Developing treatments that are effective And there's something to be said For like adherence To those models Which a robot could do better than a person
1: Right A closed but, system, easy rules right. Stuff like that If you analyze like all the different
0: factors In the treatment Like certain treatments Are more effective than others To a degree Of like like close to half Is really good Okay. Okay. But that's like not. It's not a hundred percent for anybody. It's not a closed system. That's because people are fucking complicated.
1: Correlations abound. So like not necessarily causing
0: out of all the factors like the model that you're using and the, the therapist and the setting and the the client factors, the best predictor
1: is the relationship. <laughs> all right. So imagine this. <laughs> robin williams robot you robot are in the coffee room okay uh in walks a kid and the kid is a robot <laughs> okay
0: <laughs> robin robin williams is the, the robot for that job okay i don't
1: know i was trying to i, I fucked up the story i was <laughs> so everyone's a robot but yeah okay so like uh with the, with these complicated humans are complicated kind mm-hmm. of systems, I mean it's the same kind of problem they're having with roads and stuff. It's like to even less extent, you know, because the human's more complicated, I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like uh, like the smartest self driving cars in the world, like if there's an advertisement a billboard and it has a stop sign like in a picture for some reason. Mm-hmm. On the advertisement. Um, the thing will start to stop. Yeah. It'll be like, this is a fucking stop sign. We can't even work that kink out yet.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I'm pretty, I am pretty sure your uh, your job is safe until you're retired, at least. Yeah. <laughs> and as you're retiring, you're like, these robots can't do it like I could. <laughs> <laughs> so we just talked about the potential death of your career due to Robin Williams' robots. Mm-hmm. But you were watching Final Destiny in three, Final Destination three. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, might as well have been Final Destiny in three.
1: That's the thing is there. There's a Final Destiny that has been brought to the surface from your subconscious. Yeah, yeah.
0: So yeah, we got the uh, the old uh, Blu-ray collection of the Final Destination movies, and I've been
1: revisiting
0: them. Number
1: three is not good. But I can't imagine anything past one and a half would be like. I imagine Final Destination Two would have a good fucking beginning. mm -hmm. Final Destination One is the first classic. Yeah, but a franchise like that where it should have ended at one. What with the title, Mm -hmm. Final Destination. (laughs) I can't imagine like up to seven. It's good. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So there was a spoilers. I guess I don't know, but it takes place during like the 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 uh the, the summer months and get into like the July Fourth celebrations and of course there's like fireworks stuff going on one thing I'll give three is like that they were very creative with the kills okay and then like they set up a bunch of things that you're like oh that's gonna be it oh no no that's gonna be it and then it was like something just total uh one of those things where you set up a system and it like sets off
1: different... little little sleight of kill hand it's uh... um. Meyer Briggs, is that? Meyer Briggs? That's the personality test. The
0: fucking, I forget what the the name is when you set up a big like contraption and it does something simple, but it's like really complicated to get there. Mousetrap.
1: We're going to think of this. There's a word for it. It's like
0: a thing. It's a thing.
1: I'm going to make it the mission of the rest of this podcast. (laughs) We need to figure out, because I know you, I know you're right, and i think feel this word yeah it's somebody's name it's like something like super complicated a machine
0: i just keep thinking of heisenberg that's not right but it's something like that
1: ring but that's not right how would you google that i don't know <laughs> what's the name of a complicated crazy mousetrap kind of machine google
2: According to Wikipedia, a Rube Goldberg machine named after American cartoonist Rube
1: Goldberg. That's what it is. is I knew it was two names. I spoke that query. That is what I typed into it. Yeah. What's the name of a complicated, crazy mousetrap kind of machine? (laughs) Google. It included Google. And it got it perfect. A yeah. Rube Goldberg machine. Yeah. I like that.
0: So that's how the kills are set up in, in 3. Very ob- overly complicated, and it's like a simple thing. So there's one where there's like fireworks shooting at somebody, and then you thought it was going to get them, but they duck, and then it hits this like big fucking crane behind them, and it drops and fucking like smashes them. Nice. And I was like, oh, I remember a time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I forgot this was Final Destiny. <laughs>
0: I was in college and I was dating a lady who was roommates with another lady who like had just gotten into uh, law school. So her family was celebrating and it was like 4th of July and they had some fireworks stuffs, not like the, your local fireworks stuffs, but like the, the good shit, the professional kind of shit. Yeah. The
1: cross state line shit. Yeah. All right. So we go to her
0: family home kind of out in the country-ish. Um, And they've got,
1: like, the mortar
0: set up, and we're back probably, like, 50 yards. It's a good distance. Um, But they're shooting them up, and it's, like, it's a good time. Okay. And everyone's, like, having having fun. But they light one up, and they drop it in the tube, and the tube tips over, and it points at the house where we're sitting. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, oh, fuck. Uh Uh-oh. And we're like, oh, no. (laughs) And it shot back towards us, and... From the 50 yards, it became, like, 30 feet and was, like, right there. And it was, there was, like, a line of trees at the property line, and uh-huh. it was, like, in the line of trees. So I th- I was pretty sure everything was going to set on fire. And, like, the ex- the concussion from the explosion, like, you could
1: definitely feel, like, a
0: little tap on your face.
1: Oh, shit. <laughs> There's some fucking gunpowder in that.
0: Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's, that's enough for me. So,
1: okay, it shot off. It went through a line
0: of trees it that's where it landed line it landed of trees. it was there. like 30 feet from us from where we were seated
1: okay and was it one of these kind of things that were going to like go up there and like explode like they fire off a riverboat kind of thing it's like yeah good Lord and it didn't explode it exploded Oh, it did explode <laughs> okay yes. it exploded in this in this like it was it pink
0: it was green
1: it was green. It was green in the trees. So it was like
0: landed on the ground and exploded from there. And everything's coming out from a center point, right? Yeah. And so like on the line of trees, it's just a line of green. So it's just, it's just like vada cadaver <laughs> in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then, yeah, it exploded out towards us as well. I don't think I got burned or anything, but there was definitely like... Uh, was there brush parts. Fire? There was parts of the... Like, the plastic, the encasement that, like, you could feel it hitting you? You had a little shrapnel? Yeah. (laughs)
1: Shrapnel? (laughs) Some activated charcoal shrapnel? (laughs) I was almost for sure the house was going to set on fire, but it did not. Good Lord. You had artillery fired at you. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, not a single fire was caught in the tree everyone was fine everything and everyone was fine there's no learning from this
0: <laughs> yeah and they <laughs> kept going i was like okay i'm gonna leave now and oh, they were okay. like oh we're fine we'll put it we'll no fine it have just a tipped of over Go we'll... fucking light one and they kept going yeah so yeah that had been a couple degrees different that would have been quite bad
1: yeah yeah <laughs> that would have been full face yeah. But someone's looking out for you, man. I guess. You're like the opposite of Final Destination. <laughs> this man just keeps on going.
0: So luckily, none of the trees fell and impaled me either.
1: True. Yeah. because Could have been
0: the, the Rube Goldberg thing.
1: That was what I was thinking was going to happen. It was like <laughs> something like, oh, it exploded. And then you're like, oh, phew. And then a tree landed on the <laughs> porch. <laughs> gotta love a box of wine it's convenient it's very convenient it's it's four times as uh affordable (laughs) (laughs) and uh let's be honest i'm not a connoisseur of wine i it's alcoholic grape juice to me Mm -hmm. i'm down with it does the job Mm. it's like a robot in a closed environment (laughs) (laughs) so how about this It's just a little bit of news. I don't, it's not going to fucking be like (laughs) an explosion. (laughs) Like you literally had (laughs) like that right next to you, (laughs) but there's something, I don't know. I just feel kind of a kinship with this guy and he's, he's in trouble. He got arrested. Mm -hmm. Um, this is what he did. He's in Tennessee, so it's Tennessee man. Okay. Like, imagine if you imagine if you just
0: imagine if you lived in Tennessee.
1: Imagine if you lived in Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my, that's my description of that character. <laughs> <laughs> Tennessee man. He was caught floating naked in a river, mm-hmm. and he was singing "God Bless America" out okay. of his lungs. But he started at one point, mm-hmm. and through loudly singing, got the attention of probably people who have houses on their old river.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Eventually the police came and they were running along the side of the banks, I guess. <laughs> and they're being like, get out. You gotta, we're going to, we're here to rescue you. You know, you're clearly mm-hmm. in distress. And he's like, I'm not in distress. I'm just Sounds naked. Like he's
0: having a good time. Yeah.
1: Floating down the river singing. God bless America. He's being American. <laughs> That's what he's doing. Yeah. He floats for 10 miles like this <laughs> resisting arrest. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they have to call in other like jurisdictions he like floated out of the city and like
1: <laughs> yeah yeah
0: that would like okay that's your problem now <laughs> yeah.
1: they had to call the state in <laughs> we've got a we, we're trying to rescue this naked man but he doesn't want to <laughs> and uh yeah they fucking charged him with uh public indecency and uh, resisting arrest and all that and it's just like dude Let a man float naked. It's technically not naked. He's wearing a river. It was you who wanted to get him him out of the river and therefore naked in public. Mm -hmm. He wasn't naked in public when he was in the river. You can't see very well in a river. It's it's all ripply, And even if he had a body as white as a polar bear's, it would still just be a distorted image as he's floating around, splashing, singing. Mm -hmm. I mean... It's like seeing a guy in a bath. Yeah. You don't see any dick, so it's not naked. hmm But when you take him out of the river, that's basically taking him out of his clothes. hmm The cops were the ones being publicly indecent. Take that, Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> I want everybody who's still listening to ScottCast <laughs> 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 to look up his story. You're going to have to Google like I just Googled the Gold Rudeberg machine or whatever it was called. Rube Goldberg. Yep. Rube Goldberg. You're going to have to make a Google query like that. Like, what is man who float naked 10 miles saying? (laughs) 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 That'll bring you to him. I'm sure he's going to have some GoFundMes. I'm sure he's going to have a legal defense needed. So please, join his Kickstarter. Buy some kombucha. Get some activated charcoal and prepare for the fight night of your life David Vanderheiden versus Eminem
0: I was trying to find a good disc- a good hipster description
1: for uh, for this hero this hero of ours Tennessee man yeah um, he's naked he's free he's American he's in the mind of his own business but he's also taking a chance he's being an adventurous man he's living the life he's been meant to live He's a hero. He's a golden man.
0: Would you say he's a beard, photo booth, intelligentsia, echo park, pork belly, Chicharones. You probably haven't heard of him.
1: I would say that's a good description. <laughs> I would say, yeah, I the, the image I have, take off the giant su- sunglasses. I don't know. Was he wearing sunglasses? It didn't say in the article. I hope he wore sunscreen because floating for 10 miles on a river. That's a lot of Maybe reflection. this is a little better.
0: Truffaut, Bushwick, hot chicken butter, taxidermy, fanny pack, pour over, Corona, Sriracha, crucifix, vape, turmeric, unicorn, put a bird on it.
1: Corona Sriracha definitely had me feeling that vibe. I like putting put a bird on it, though.
0: I like that. He wasn't naked if he had a bird on him. That's true. <laughs> he
1: was wearing a bird. <laughs> Just because a bird didn't nest on his head at the time of the cop's arrival doesn't mean he wasn't wearing a bird nest. All right, so <laughs> what an episode we've had today, man. There's some fucking quality content here. A celebrity made an appearance. We've opined on the AI state of AI. Mm-hmm. We've done all this stuff. But I, you know I'm only interested in one thing at the end of an episode. Mm-hmm. What did we learn today?
2: Hmm.
0: Well, I think we learned that uh, there's some things that robots can do better than us speaking many words uh,
2: in
1: right a robot rapid would have done that rapid succession right away
0: would yeah we're not very good at that we're thoughtful with our words i think that's what robots are missing that we're we're uh
1: we're pulling it out of the depths yeah we're pulling it from somewhere real somewhere transcendent
0: our humanity uh, is about meaning it's about uh, connection and that's something that robots just aren't as good at
1: They fucking suck at that. Mm -hmm. Well, except for the porn ones. (laughs) 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 Those ones are probably, they're they're working hard on that side.
0: Yeah. I think we get into like the pro and con camp, but maybe we need to be more uh, open to the strengths of both sides and uh, finding a a symbiosis.
1: Yeah. Redefining sentience. Yeah. Killing 26 year olds. (laughs) <laughs> who don't pass enough?
0: <laughs> and, God damn it, let a man float down a river naked if he wants to.
1: Let a man float down a river. Go to his GoFundMe. Ian is 14% hipster. <laughs> Alrighty, y'all. It is time to end the ScottCast. Lead us out, fan favorite Ian Dixon.
0: Well, thank you all, you Castigators, Hear from us at the Super Colorful Original Telecommunicated Transmission. Otherwise known as ScottCast, we bid thee adieu.
1: See you later, Castigators. All hail ScottCast. All hail ScottCast. Oh, glory be to Scottcasts. There you go. There we go. Very good. So th- today's a special ending of the podcast because instead of playing the normal 20, 30 second clip that I would normally play at the end of an episode, mm-hmm. this is just the full ass song. <laughs> so I figured we could just uh, kind of putz around yeah. until the end of it. And then we'll publish that sure because I'm a pod maven I'm an innovator mm-hmm. this is an innovator move right now <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why Eminem respects us mm-hmm. because this is pod innovation he knows if he's going to get on a pod like don't make it some fucking serious XM show or some shit mm-hmm. that's just gonna churn out the same whatever you want it got audience, sure But does it have soul? Does it have heart? No, it's like the robot of fucking radio programming mm-hmm. But we We're the soul of radio programming That's why we're not a robot Although we do feature a lot of robots <laughs> <That's> It's true
0: <laughs> Well, I hope Eminem raps over our, our our intro exit song Dude That would be so fucking that sick That
1: would be sick I would kill myself <laughs> out of pleasure <laughs>
0: It'd be totally the eight mile thing, just taking what we are putting out and throwing it right back at us. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It'd be beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like I can imagine him really going deep in this part with this little clarinet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like he's talking about Haley and how much he loves his daughter. It mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> gets back into us. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's like. If there's one podcast, <laughs> I would let my daughter listen to it. <laughs> it's got Gantz. They're not a threat. <laughs> so, that'll be great. Mm-hmm. We need an additional listener after the RSS feed-acalypse. Yeah. But we'll post about it on social. So if you're joining us after a long fucking hiatus because of these rss feeds let me know and i'll send you a little coupon code or a treat or a or a book or a dvd or i mean i'm not gonna it'll be like a coupon code for like uh casper mattress (laughs) (laughs) it won't even be mine it's just like ah it's 20 percent off all right there it is